We don't have a theme song yet, so you just get us singing. Doing stuff and things, not really. No song. Eventually, we'll get a band. <laughs> we will. A full band. Well, howdy there, everyone. Um, welcome to Every Man's Guide to Nerddom. We are two 30 to 40-something-year-olds who pretty much talk about whatever we want. I'm Chris. And I'm Kyle. And you might know us online. Oh, go ahead. Oh, is that you might know us online as uh, Giver, which is Chris, and uh, I also go as uh, Kasig uh, or Bronco in some circles. Um, Kasig is my Twitch handle. So, if you haven't gotten a chance to check out Kasig's Twitch channel, you need to. It's it's always a blast. You want to do some shameless self promotion real quick? Yeah, I'll, I'll totally do some shameless self promotion. Uh, I stream most evenings. It's uh, twitch.tv slash ksig, that's K underscore S-I-G, and uh, most evenings you'll find me playing either some hunting simulator, doing some role play, or random shooters, or survival games, just whatever uh, my fancy is grabbed by at the time. So, as you have probably figured out, this is the inaugural episode for EGTN. So... You may be asking yourself, what is EGTN? Every, every man's guide to nerddom. Kyle, what is this? What are we talking about? What are we doing? What are we doing? We're, well, technically, we're going to be doing anything we want because, you know, this is, this is our show. But um, the, the real focus of, of this uh, is we wanted, to, we wanted to do a show. We wanted to do a nerdy-type podcast, but we wanted to do something a little different than all of the uh, other nerd podcasts that are out there. I'm not saying anything bad on those. Those are all great. There's so many great podcasts that you can go out there and check. Uh, but what we wanted to do was explore the idea that um, everyone has a hobby or an interest or something that, that they're really excited about that other people may look on as being nerdy or geeky that you know they don't understand what, what your particular hobby is. So we wanted to explore that idea, go out and look at things that are not just typically nerdy like your comic books, video games, um, movies, but um, explore all these other hobbies and interests that people may have and... Uh, and just show that there's a little bit of nerd in all of us. And, you know, hopefully through this we can uh, help reach other people that uh, that may have those same interests, get people together, connect them, and, and realize that there's all these little sub-communities out there that, that, we may, that you may not know about but that have similar interests or that have a, uh, a interest that uh, you never knew that you would have uh, wanted. I love it when you do that explanation. He, Kyle really throws it all out there. And it's, it reminds me like a, there's an American dad episode where Roger says, everyone's got a kink. Um, everyone's got a thing that they like. And it doesn't matter what it is. This It could be for guys, could be for girls, could be for whatever. Like my wife had a suggestion for one episode, and that was to have it for planners and i'm like sure i i don't understand it but you love it so mm -hmm. we could do something for planners and i looked up i looked it up online and it's a huge community like mm -hmm. it like they're rabid um almost so why not 
you know, well, uh, Kyle and I have been going back and forth for about a week and a half, two weeks now. We just started a little spreadsheet uh, with ideas, and we've literally got, I'd say, 70-plus ideas for shows to do, and that's not an easy. Easy. Oh, yeah, plus. easy. And that's not counting the sub-shows. Like Star Wars, uh, we're both Star Wars fans, yeah. and that's going to be like a 20-parter by itself. Star Trek, you know, we'll do like a registered episode and that'll be over really fast. Um, if you get that, you know, Star Trek. Uh, but there's just all sorts of stuff that we can talk about and we want to talk about. And it's just going to be us rambling on doing that. And so mm-hmm. that's the whole point of the show. Yeah, the the, the planner uh, community idea, that's, that's just the perfect example of uh, a hobby and interest that has so many little intricate things and and you know gadgets and doodads and things that you can have and put your hands on that that you can just get excited over and, and that perfectly uh, fits the definition of, of what we're looking to cover in this show. So with that, let's go into the definition of what is a nerd. When you look up the definition of a nerd, it is a single-minded expert in a particular technical field. Kyle, what would you say is a nerd? Um, you know, I think the uh, the only thing that kind of gets me out of that is a little bit a little bit out of that is the single-mindedness. I think a lot of nerds have you know multiple hobbies and things that that they really enjoy, but I I, I look at it as something that is unique or maybe outside of what most people would consider, you know, just mainstream interests, even, you know, really the the mainstream interests like sports and things that, that you feel like you're an expert. You may not be an expert, but you feel like you are. And, uh, and that, that kind of makes you a nerd. I mean, nerds come in all shapes and sizes. There's video game nerds, anime nerds, there's woodworking nerds and baseball nerds and NASCAR nerds and just all this, these different, uh, hobbies and I think that um, you know hopefully to expand on what is actually accepted as a nerd and is uh, we'll, where we'll be going with this I completely agree with all that so as you're talking I can't help but look at we're going to give a little shout out to our buddy Andy Capel I think he goes by Andrew's professional name now mm-hmm. he designed this logo for us and if you look at the back we kind of look like if you've seen uh princess mononoke studio ghibli which that's one of the ones we're going to go into in a later episode we kind of to me look like the forest spirits and like a cross between what'd you say the simpsons the simpsons and the forest spirits with you precariously perched atop my head i won't say with the, the original term. okay yep I'll you're teabagging my head I know you know what? trying to be good, but you know what? We're throwing it out there. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. So, yeah, check out the logo. You will see Chris teabagging the top of my head. Um, if nothing else, you'll get that out of this. So. so, and then the kanji, what does the kanji mean? Uh, so, the kanji stands for um, enthusiast or nerd. Um, it actually, you know, translates to otaku, which is, you know, big in, in the, uh, you know, uh, just the nerd community in general. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. I actually read that it has a, at one time had a negative connotation to it due to some events that happened like late 80s, I think it was, but uh, it's become accepted as, as more mainstream of, you know, that 
that's a, a uh, international symbol for nerddom now. And um, so I, I love that that's up there. And, um, you know, people can ask about that. I actually had somebody ask me about it today. And, like, you make sure that it is what you, you know, think that's what it is because you don't want to have something like I love sandalwood or random, you know, above your head. So, you know, like a like a bad kanji tattoo, but it, 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 but I, it checks out. But I do love sandalwood. And who, no. <laughs> who doesn't love sandalwood? <laughs> now, you I smell do. a patchouli and sandalwood, Chris. <laughs> but I do! <laughs> Uh, so again the whole point of this show isn't to make anyone feel bad it isn't to point out you're a nerd you know a nerd mm. it just but it is to point out you're a nerd it is well yes but not in a <laughs> negative connotation no this is just this kind of celebrate you know own it and that's what we're going to talk about this episode because so literally for two weeks, Kyle and I went back and forth. What are we going to have the first episode about? What is the first? It's got to be really good. So people are going to want to come back and listen. What are we going to We just have so many topics. I don't want to blow all our really good topics right at the beginning. And then, you know, kind of get mediocre at the end. Yeah, We don't want to do all the good stuff at the beginning when nobody's listening. And then people start listening and then we're down to nothing. Nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Kyle actually had the brilliant idea of uh, today's title, which is mm-hmm. The Struggles of the Aging Nerd. What brilliant is... very generous. But... Well, what, what, <laughs> explain on that, please, sir. Okay, so the, the struggles... Well, we did have trouble coming up with this idea, like, like Chris said, you know, uh, The Struggles of the Aging Nerd. He said that, uh, you know, we're... we're uh, uh, in our 30-somethings or 40-somethings, uh, one of us may be more into the 40-somethings than the other. I'm not going to you know, say who it is, but it's not me. And uh, just the, the, the expense, and not just monetary, we'll get into that, uh, but the, the time and life expense of um, keeping up with your hobby or whatever your nerdom is, uh, it gets harder as you, as you get older and... Um, you know, the time to keep up with things, all the new stuff that comes out. There's just all this pressure and this this fear of missing out on the next cool, nerdy thing that, you know, you really want to see. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot of nerd pressure. You know, there's a mm-hmm. lot of, uh, you, you kind of feel that pressure of wanting to keep up. Um, it's almost like keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing. And, um, and so we'll kind of go over that a little bit, you know, also along with the monetary expense and, um, a little bit of the history of how we got to where we are and our different levels of uh, expertise and different things. Um, you know, I'll put it out there right now. I don't consider myself an expert in any of it, but uh, uh, I've, I embrace as much as I can. And uh, so that's that's another one of those struggles with aging nerd is, is finding all these new interests that you may have not thought that you had or that you had in the past and you're wanting to revisit and trying to keep up with that and still trying to go through your 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 day-to-day life. You young nerds have it easy with all your internet. You and, yeah. Get off my transformers. <laughs> Rattle my lawn. Get off means. my lawn. <laughs> Kyle's out he is frequently found out on his lawn in his boxers throwing his lightsaber up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the prop. Yeah. That's not Nism either. 
That's not an ism. There's no ism there. It's just the. There's no ism. That's it's the truth. So, like I was saying, there's just a way. (laughs) Damn neighborhood kids. Um, Street youth. The older we get, the like exactly like I was saying, just the more cool shits out there, and you just can't keep up. I'll give you an example. So we never finished Game of Thrones all the way through. We started, we got HBO back when it was about fourth season. And so we watched from fourth season on. But then when we finally got seasons one, two, three, we started watching episode one, episode two, episode three. And then all of a sudden American Gods was out. So we started watching that. And then we still have got to finish Lock and Key. We've got to finish this season of The Boys. I think we've got like three episodes left. We've got to finish um, Umbrella Academy season one so we can start season two. And the problem is, it's just so much good shit out there. Then I start it and I just can't finish it. And then you start to go back to it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what happened? I I don't remember what happened. And you got to start the whole cycle all over again. And, and the older we get, the harder that's going to be because just remembering, you know, what I'm supposed to get from the grocery store, let alone what happened in season two of Attack on Titan, there's no way in hell. Like, if, you know, I'm in the same boat. If I start something and I don't finish it and then I want to go back and watch it or there's a sequel or something that came out and I, and I didn't finish the first part or I didn't finish the first season, I won't remember if more than a month has passed by, um, then I'll have to go back and rewatch it all over again. You know, you know, I have that issue of uh, uh, trying to finish a show, too, just like what Chris has talked about. I, I, I call my particular condition Anime Interruptus, where I'll get, <laughs> you know, even if it's just a one-season run of a show or something, I'm just notorious for getting three-quarters of the way through or just a couple of episodes left and just get squirreled and distracted by something, and then I won't finish it. And then I'll go back and like, oh, man, I st- you know, I, I still need to finish Death Note, and I still need finish Tokyo Ghoul and I need to finish this book or finish this movie and it's hard. And then I have to go back and start it all over again. So you've got you've got anime what did you call it? Animus interruptus? Anime interruptus. Anime interruptus. I've got a very sexy disease. You know what it's called? Anime dysfunction? No. Oh that's the opposite of it. (laughs) I mean I am getting older. It's Um, uh what Zach Brannigan had. Yes, it is. Um, Kip, what is it? It's sexlexia. I had half of it. Or I thought the sexlexia was half of it. Whatever. No. <laughs> I butchered that one. I wanted to drink some more of my beer. I wanted to figure it out. <laughs> some more. Yeah. Yay, Bobby! There, there's the prime example of me forgetting shit. That's going to happen a lot. You guys just strap in. Cause it's, well, it's have coming. another one, Your Honor. <laughs> I think you will. Mm-hmm. So, will. one of the things that I have problems with now, too, is, we'll give an example. It's the current lingo of things. Um, yeah. I'll give you an example. Is I just rebuilt a PC. I had my buddy help me because I haven't built one in 10 years. Um. When I say he helped me, he showed me which parts would be perfect for what I'm looking at. You know, full yeah. disclosure. But you knew where to put it on your own. You didn't have to have help with that. Well, 
I did. Oh. I I will tell you, I did. I did because like with the new uh, hard drives, I'm like, what the? How does this work? What do you do with it? I haven't. I don't play with hardware anymore. I'm a desk jockey now. I'm software and desk jockey. And uh, I mean, it's sad. I fully admit this, but I'm getting back into it. Just forgot about how much fun this is. So we rebuilt it all. And the whole thing, I give credit to Mr. Kyle over there because he, with his Twitch stream, I just had a blast watching him and literally going in and harassing him. Um, A lot. (laughs) A lot. Well, that's the point. But it just had a blast and it made me want to do it. And I just thought, where was this shit when I was 20? Mm -hmm. We'd We'd have been on top of the world now. We would have. I, I still remember having land parties when we were, God, 17, lugging over a big 17-inch CRT monitor that was bigger than I was. We had to set up every. It would take three hours to set everything up, and then we'd play for like four hours. Then it would be like four in the morning. We really should have so, been a lot stronger back then, toting all that shit around. You, you would think, think so, but think you, so. Would, you would think so, but no, I got stuffed in too many lockers. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So the lingo is what I'm trying to catch back up with. Like um, I've got a good friend of mine, um, Stephen, he and Lydia, I consider her a friend too. Um, I've never met her in real life. I just know her through their podcast, the Stevia show, which is a great podcast, by the way, if you're looking for a good one, just go give them a shot. It's, it's a lot of fun to listen to, but you know, they'll stream games. They'll do all sorts of fun stuff. And they were playing Among Us. And I was watching it, and then they kept going, man, that's sus, man, that's sus. I'm like, is sussafras? What? Sus what? What are you talking about? <laughs> and then I had to have my nine-year-old come in and tell me, no, they're saying suspect, Dad. And I'm like, oh! And, you know, and then I had to play it. Their, their crowd is a lot younger than we are. And so I had to play it. I'm like, Shh, I knew what that Not was. Not that much younger. Okay, maybe okay. a little bit. A little Some bit. are. Some are. Yeah. No, they don't have any gray in their hair. I'll put it that way yet. Hmm. The only hair I have is gray now. Thanks for... (laughs) You're welcome. I think I've got like three. They're not really gray. Like I'm slowly turning into a wizard in school. (laughs) Wizard! Not even a cool one either. I probably have really crappy magical powers. Maybe that's what you should do is just go walk around your house dressed like a wizard. Like go to the mailbox, just get the mail. More of a potion maker. I just get enough of these little potions in me, then I just want to go to sleep. Speaking about your potion, what are you drinking tonight? We have an assortment because I went through what was left in my fridge. Currently, it uh, looks like a Black Butte Porter from uh, Deschutes. I guess that's how you would say that. You say that like Deschutes? And yeah, so I would it's, say Deschutes. It's pretty good. I hope it doesn't run through me and give me Deschutes later. <laughs> but... Um, and then I have uh, one of my favorites, uh, Left Hand Brewing Company Milk Stout. So Ooh. I, I, I like the dark beer. Um, so, yeah. I finished all my whiskey gonna... last night, so now we're on to beer. <laughs> so that's when well, you have to go get some more whiskey then. So that's going to be another episode is beer. We're going to have another mm-hmm. episode on just like spirits, you know? And mm-hmm. That's what the show's about. It's literally mm-hmm. anything. Like what I'm excited about is the barbecue episode because I love mm-hmm. to barbecue. I'm excited about the, uh, you know, well, yeah, the spirits and the spirits because we put in uh, paranormal investigation oh, yeah, yeah. on the list. So spirits yeah. and spirits. We could probably combine those two. That'd be a catchy title. 
Oh, uh, that would scare the shit out of me. Like drunk ghosts or <laughs> drunk looking for ghosts? <laughs> drunk ghosts going around go, I got a tattoo. You want to see through it? <laughs> drunk ghosts probably wouldn't be that scared. It depends if they're like a happy drunk and just like, boo. Yeah. You hear them in the back. Just, boo. Oh, Casper had like, too much. I tell you all about politics. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, Spirits like and Spirits, uh, the cosplay Maybe. episode. I'm looking forward to that. Yep. We got a good, um, Kyle's got a good friend. I just met him. He, he's awesome, though. Goes by the name of Props. Mm-hmm. You want to tell him about Props? Yep. Uh, Blasted Props. He's also on Twitch, and uh, he's a, a prop maker. Uh, cosplay enthusiast. Um, I know he's made a lot of uh, miniatures for tabletops and board games, which is another topic we'll cover down the road. But uh, he makes a lot of stuff, you know, for himself, and he makes some of the coolest shit you'll ever see. His uh, man cave, which is another topic we'll cover later, but uh, is just full of of stuff that he's made. There's swords and weapons and guns and full set of Warhammer uh, 40k armor. Mm-hmm. That full set of Warhammer armor and Star Wars helmets and one-off helmets that he's made and customized for his own. So he's got some really cool stuff. Um, and I got some other friends that are are deeper into into cosplay that that hit a lot of comic cons and um, I'm hoping we'll be able to get her on. She does uh, a lot of uh, commissions for other people, so she'll make um, you know uh, cosplay outfits and uh, props for them as well. And and uh, she's an artist and a streamer. Um, and, and so she'll be hopefully on for a couple of different episodes and, and we just have this, this wide, you know, the more we talk and the, and, uh, we kind of get to talking to people we know and throwing this idea of what we're wanting to do with this show. We're finding out all these different little hobbies and things that people had like, that'd be perfect to have on. Like, this is mm-hmm. what we're wanting to do. And, uh, so far everybody's been really, really receptive. So we, we hope to have a wide breadth of, uh, interest and hobbies on here and, um, I'm, I'm super didn't you say you had about a, it. Didn't you say you had a buddy that was a tattoo artist? We do. We have one that's a tattoo artist. Um, you know him as Harry. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so he'll be on. Um, uh, we have uh, tattoo artists and musical artists and um, you know fellow podcasters, fellow streamers. Um, I would hopefully you know would like to uh, find some uh, maybe some comic book artists to get on or writers and. And different things. So, um, the more we throw this out there, the more interest we have of people that just want to be on this show and get their, their, uh, not really their message, just just to talk about their passion. And uh, because the the circles, even though we're really connected, seem kind of small sometimes. And so, you know, getting this out to more people is is mm-hmm. uh, is hopefully going to be really great. Well, and one speaking of people who we want to have on. So one of the main people that I want to have on is that I'm just I'm going to petition, petition, petition is Reb Brown. Reb Brown was in I want to say it's like 1984's Captain America. Um, around there, yeah. Around there, give or take. Um, but he was also in one of Kyle and I's favorite movies that was riffed by Mystery Science Theater, which by the way that's. That's a whole thing that we're doing too, and riff tracks. God, what was that movie? Space Mutiny. Space Mutiny with Doctor. What do they call her? Doctor Doctor. Panty Doctor Lady. Itchy 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 Itchy. <laughs> doctor Just, or was it Lady Doctor Doctor Lady. Doctor, lady. Doctor, lady. <laughs> 
And the, <laughs> one of the most quotable movies ever. Oh my it god! It really is. <laughs> Bulk uh, slap chest. Just the bad guy in it being all greasy. I don't even remember. Calgon. Uh, Calgon. The... No, Calgon, take me away. Oh, Calgon, we need more of you. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I got my dad's enforcer for the weekend. I could quote that movie all night we, long. Uh, and we just may. But I want to get Red Brown on here. He's one of the ones that I want to get. And also Bill Allen from the movie Rad, which is one of my all-time favorite movies, which I own two copies of 4K on now and every digital platform you can. Now, Kyle, have you seen Rad yet? Oh, you're going to throw that back in my face, aren't you? I haven't watched it yet. You put a whole list of things on me, and I haven't been able to get all the way through me. I've got so much homework for this show. You guys have absolutely no idea how much homework Chris has given me for this show because oh, it's so that fun. whole... Uh, jack of all trades things is uh, is really showing you know we're you know a little bit of everything but not a whole lot of everything and so uh, Chris and you know some of our mutual friends will be talking about you know different comics and different animes or movies and things like I haven't seen that and then you just get I, just, I get the third grade, oh my god you gotta watch it so I just like what do I need to watch this week Chris so I can get caught up and like I got my stuff I watch but I want to be like the cool kids too and uh, so he gives me homework about every week now. We're playing catch up. So uh, since we're on the topic of people, we want you know guests on the show. I am going to kind of bring down the show a little bit, um, just because I feel we need to, even though it's our first episode. So got a really good buddy of mine um, who we lost this week, um, and. Well, I guess it was last week. It was on Friday, I want to say. Um, Brad Venable. I've known Brad since high school um, when I created this character named Aswipe. And he would go looking for Aswipe and speech and debate. And we just made, remained friends throughout college and stuff. And then Brad ended up making it really big. Um, I consider it big in the voice acting world. He was very well respected. I think he was Griff in um, the latest Devil May Cry. He was in... Attack on Titan. He was on. I think he did some characters on My Hero. Um, yeah. He was on uh, Fate Stay Night. He was on um, just a whole mess load of stuff. Fairy Tale. Uh, he was Janice's first skin on Smite. Um, but we we uh, we lost Brad this last week, and it, it really hit you in the feels because I was. I had just talked to Brad the week before about being on the show, and we had planned a bunch of episodes with him on it. Um, how did you meet Brad? Um, I met Brad while I was in college, um, and you know we we didn't run in the same circles, but uh, once a week, almost without fail, we would run run to each other at karaoke. Thursday night was karaoke night at one of the lo- local bars in town, and Brad would kill it in karaoke just a an amazing amazing voice and i just always remembered him you know from karaoke um after i got out of college and stuff i noticed that okay well he's doing voiceover work that's really cool and so i started you know following his career a little bit and um and you know even though that we we didn't run in the same circles um when i reached back out to him i mean years after college, um, I just had some, uh, just some questions about some D and D stuff and, 
different voice acting things and just just to pick his brain a little bit. And I knew he was busy uh, because he his list of work, if you go out and look at what he did on IMDb, is just insane how much stuff he did. But he always took time to respond, and usually within the same day. And it, there was no, well, you know, we didn't know each other that well or we didn't hang out. It, it was just like, you know, instant to respond with a friendly tone and always he was just eager to help. And I was super excited when, you know, Chris mentioned like, okay, we're going to get, you know, we'll, we'll get Brad on and uh, do a few episodes and, and uh, just the things that, that he knows that would be just really beneficial to, to throw in and get out there. Um, and I was, I was super excited because, uh, my daughter's big into my hero, uh, Academia now. And, and when I saw that that was on his resume, that he had done some additional voices on there. And I told her, she just thought that was the coolest thing ever that her old man knew a guy that does a voice on her favorite show. And so I was excited to, to get him on there and, and just at least tell him that that's, I was really wanting to tell him, you know, the, about the excitement for my daughter on that and. And uh, getting to know him now as we're a little bit older and mature was, was something I was really looking forward to. And, and uh, you know, I didn't know him as well as Chris did. Chris's history goes way farther back than, than mine. But, you know, it, it still hits you, you know, that somebody that's in a, in a field that I personally looked up to and admired uh, for him going after something that he just loved doing. You could tell he loved doing what he was doing. And you could tell the people in the industry absolutely adored this man. Um, that that was so admirable to me to see somebody chase their dream, become successful, and be happy in life doing something that they absolutely love. And so I was I was uh, I was pretty I was hit pretty hard when uh, Chris called me and told me. And uh, you know it's it's uh, you know I hope we can do his memory a little bit of justice to carry on some of his his nerd because brad was a big nerd he was there was there was no way around that at all and so i'm yeah that that that's what that got me got me pretty hard as well well he was one of my favorite characters too and one piece was a scratch bit of poo so brad we're gonna miss you man um yeah funny story brad told me i was talking to him and he goes you know you have got to meet my friend you guys are so similar and i'm like really and he i've never met the guy in real life but we talk we've talked through facebook and you know messenger and stuff get this his name is chris sharps Mm -hmm. plural chris sharps plural he works in it he does voiceover work loves anime loves video games the only difference is he can grow like facial hair. This, you know, for those of you who are going to watch this video, this is like a month. Don't get me wrong. It's just because I got lazy and I just look dirty. This isn't like two weeks. I, I hate you. Like literally I found some grass clippings on the ground and just kind of glued them on. Um, so this Chris looks we, like me and you had a love child, basically. <laughs> that's basically what it is. Do we want him on a video episode now? And then we got that mental image in oh, everybody. Oh, I'm no. sure he's a lovely looking man. If he looks no, like he, us put no, together. He is. He's British and he's actually really good looking. He, uh, except we call him the evil twin because he usually has a goatee. Oh, he's bizarro. So he's, Chris. It's bizarro. Chris. 
just depending how you look on it. But he's great, and I hope to have him on at one point too. So or are you Bizarro, that, Chris? I don't know. It depends who's older, I guess. Well, I guess Bizarro was same time as Superman. That's another episode. <laughs> That's another thing that we're going to get <laughs> That's into. That's a whole another episode. Great. Now that I've brought the whole show down, let's bring it back up and <laughs> complain about how old we are. Um, so the next point that I had was the current way games are run. Like, it's completely different between games way back when and games now. Like, Kyle, do you want to expand on that a little bit? Um, yeah. Uh, that we kind of mulled this over quite a bit or, or, um, you know, it's just the, the culture of the world, like things that you could possibly get away with in games, you know, in the nineties and stuff would be so hard to get away with. Now I think you use the example of postal Mm -hmm. and like redneck rampage. And, you know, these games were cheesy. They were corny. Um, some of this stuff I don't, I think you couldn't do now. And, and that's not like trying to get on some PC high horse or anything like that. It's just, it's different times. And, uh, you know, these, the games and stuff we play now, they're really not different. If you really think about it, I mean, you know, Fortnite is just the evolution of Doom multiplayer with forts and cartoon guns and, you know, bright cartoony characters. It's the same mm-hmm. concept, you know. I, I want to win, I'm going to shoot that asshole over there. Same concept. It's just different, but uh, just the evolution of games and and the mentality and things around them is something that, that we're going to want to explore. Um, particularly, you know, women in gaming. That's something that we're we're going to hit on uh, mm-hmm. soon. Not yeah. not hit on hit on. We're going to talk about it. Yeah, well, you know, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's that's something that Kyle and I are both passionate about is women in gaming. I've got two daughters, and I want to show mm-hmm. them that it's it, they you know. You can do well. You can be amazing in gaming. Like half, okay, I'll admit it. Half the girls I know, like, could just demolish me in gaming. Like Lydia, who I was talking about from the Stevia show, mm-hmm. she's amazing at Warzone and uh, what is it that one you wanted to play? Escape from uh, Tarkov. Escape from Tarkov. She yeah. is amazing at that game. Like, she literally, I don't even see her aiming. She's just like, bam, bam, hacks, just killing, I'm killing hacks, hacks. <laughs> <laughs> But no, she, I mean, she's amazing. So yeah. we we want to explore that subject. Yeah, I mean, you got two girls that are coming up. I mean, I got one daughter that's just a huge gaming nerd with uh, Minecraft and the Isle and different games that she's playing. I mean, she has her own rig set up in her room, and and uh, the same thing. I want to show her like if this is something that you want to pursue um, and you want to be serious about it, you know, let let your old man help you. You know, that's that's hopefully a bonding thing for us. Well, and here's another thing with the aging nerd. Did you ever think we would say, yeah, we've got kids. I'm lucky any girl let me touch her. Uh, no, I really did not think that you would be able to say that you were, you had kids. No, thank you. Wait a minute. No, 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 no. I said we, the royal we. We're not friends. Oh, okay. It's not a mouse in my pocket. No, <laughs> we, dude. No, so, no. I, I, I really didn't think I would be raising miniature versions of myself. I'm so happy he's not wrong, out so far. No. So far, they, yeah, my, so my, far so good. We we haven't hit I've teenage got, years yet, but it's coming. So I've got lots of years to to uh, screw that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've accepted the well, fact, fact that I will, and uh, <laughs> I'm not because when one the 
My girls call me Gamer Dad. That's what she called me with all her friends before the damn COVID. Back when she could hang out with friends. She called me the the Gamer Dad. And it's like, yeah, because I'm the cool dad, right? And she's like, no. And she'd walk off. And I'm like, well, I mean, she's not wrong. Yeah. Now wait till they get about 12. They don't even call you Gamer Dad anymore. They'll just call you. <sighs> oh, good. Something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. That, Thank you. That pre-teenage side. That's, that's going to be your new name. Just prepping for it, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, next subject. What was acceptable back in the 80s and 90s is not acceptable now. What I'm talking about is pretty much anything. Mm-hmm. Stuff that we liked back then, like Transformers. I'm, I, I love using this one. Transformers, the movie, 1986. The death of Optimus Prime. Spoiler Characters alert. died. No, no, what? Who? Um, Optimus Prime wasn't he the one that uh, fought Cobra Commander and had the white thing on? It wasn't. I'm just confusing you. I throw me out. I know that's not right. No, and you know there was a bunch of characters that actually died in Transformers the movie. There was characters that died in GI Joe. Mm-hmm. There's characters that you almost know. died and they deleted the scene. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then you have, like, today, you don't see characters dying. They go away. They might go to, like, some alternate universe. They go off to the farm somewhere. They go off to the farm. Uh-huh. They go the way of Old Yeller. But <laughs> what happened to Tony Stark? Oh, he's visiting that farm. He's <laughs> grandma and grandpa at the farm. What happened? I don't know. Someone was snapping. Mm-hmm. Um,. But, you know, just all that stuff back then was more acceptable. There was a more un-PC time. Yeah. I mean, um, what's some of the examples you can think of? What was more acceptable in the 80s and 90s? Um, well, I mean, we were covering over the death thing. Even then, you know, they kind of hit on uh, maybe we went too far. And that whole G.I. Joe animated movie episode, uh, scenario is like a, a great example of it because... Like, Duke died. He was supposed to die. And um, they took that as like, well, this may be too heavy. But they still put his ass in a coma. You know, like, that's a little bit better, I guess. That You know, oh, the, uh, the main hero here, he's uh, he's not dead, but we're going to soap opera his ass and put him in a coma. <laughs> for the he's just a vegetable. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, you know, going through the 80s and into the 90s, uh, you look at some of... Uh, Majority of it was Nicktoons. Um, mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. of the stuff that was on Rocco's Modern Life and Ren and Steve, like the cartoons I watched when I was a kid, I didn't think anything of it. You know, Great apparently examples. I absorbed a lot of the subliminal messages, and it's showing itself now. But there were some, you know, episodes from uh, like Rocco's Modern Life that just the innuendo and the stuff that got slipped in there that you couldn't do that. You could do it in an animated series now. You could not do it in or they wouldn't see it being done in an animated series played during the prime time that kids are going to be watching. I mean, Bronco mm-hmm. worked at a damn sex hotline as a phone jockey. And <laughs> and Mrs. Bighead was always trying to get him over to seduce him. Oh, Rocco, come here and rub stuff all over my warts. I'm going to say this. Every time you do that, I love your Mrs. Bighead. <laughs> I, I don't love care. that show. I don't care how many times you do it. I absolutely love it. I thank you, sir. 
Mm-hmm. But it you're was just welcome. great. And like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like some of the stuff they would have to do today would be like adult swim stuff. Yeah. Like as yeah. late as possible. Like, you know, Ren and Stimpy don't whiz on the electric fence. Mm-hmm. Well, I still find that funny. Or yeah. even um, Beavis and Butthead. I'll give you another example. Animaniacs, the original Animaniacs. Um, oh. I have all the old ones. And the more I watch them now, the more I notice they snuck in adult humor in this. Like when Dot was looking for fingerprints. So I had to readjust my headphone. Oh. <laughs> what, what was, which one was that? Uh, they were on a cruise ship and she didn't hear correctly. And like uh, Dot does for prints and she pulls Prince, the singer, out of like a locker or something. So she's holding, you know, Mr. Purple Rain himself right there. And they're like, no, fingerprints. Ah. I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go find that one now. It's so good. The big toe when they go, can I call you Dadu? So much stuff that couldn't be done. It's it's great. You know, our parents caught it. Yeah. Well, no, my parents didn't. They didn't watch it. My parents didn't watch it with us. Like Freakazoid. I remember watching it with my wife and. That's where they're, he's down in the sewer, and he's talking about, oh, it smells like poo gas. And all of a sudden, poo gas became a thing in my house now. That's all that we'd talk about for like a month. The poo gas? Poo I gas. Poo gas. I got the poo gas! <laughs> so, I mean, the, again, that's... Kyle's absolutely right. Like, I just don't think that stuff would pass muster in prime time at this point. No. No, not not in you know that what that prime three to five p.m. slot for kids. I just no, not at all. Yeah, there's probably some stuff getting snuck in. I mean, and they're not really prime time cartoons. Some of the stuff I watch with my kids now, like Adventure Time, and um, which is a great show. Adventure Time is great. That's another one I haven't finished yet. And Steven Universe is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. So many of those shows that I like, they're borderline. They're just so close to being Rick and Morty, you know? Like, they're just right there butting up against the wall of, of being that humor. But there's stuff that slipped in there. And um, Give an example. You know. Oh, God, now you're going to throw me on the spot. I, I am going to throw you on the spot. And I you can't either do Steven Universe or... Well, you know, in um, Steven Universe and Adventure's Time both both have LG... Uh, what is it? LG... B... Hold on. Why don't I know this? I'm putting myself on the spot. LGBTQ characters mm-hmm. on there. Yeah. Um, which you wouldn't have seen that in the 90s. No. So you, there's, some, you did, there's some flip there. Yeah. You would have things alluded to. 100%. And they would have made fun of it in that 80s or 90s. Right. But not right. this. They're portraying serious characters which you know thank god that's actually a really good thing mm-hmm. but um, you know you're, you're getting a lot more diversity in cartoons and stuff and you know some parents are they're a little uncomfortable with it. kids they they fine that's, that's your kids are going to be okay um because it's a it's a representation of what the world is like out there and teaching them just you know accept somebody for them you know, like the person, and uh, and so you know, in that that aspect of it, I'm I'm happy about that. 
I am too. It's about time. Mm -hmm. So next up we have lost my spot. Why being a nerd is way more expensive now. I think this was your, this was your baby. So I'll let you start. Uh, yeah, we kind of talked about that a little bit at the beginning of the episode. So there's, there's now we're gonna bitch an, about it. We're gonna, <laughs> oh, I'm so too damn high. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just the cost of doing things. You know, of of uh, if, if whatever your interest is, you know, it's it's become more mainstream to be nerdy about things now, and and companies are capitalizing on that you know you know as they should they're a company they're going to make money there's a good chance to make money we've got these 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 uh these people that have grown up and they're going to cash in on that nostalgia you know there's these things that they just want to collect and they have to collect and that's where you're getting your reboots and your remakes and all this stuff because it's going to make some money of course we think it's cool as a consumer Mm -hmm. there's absolutely absolutely nothing wrong with that if you like it you like it but you know i've i had to stave off on on uh, collecting on on my part a lot because I was, you know, I fell into the the stereotypical you know Funko Pop collections of things and and uh, once I started collecting those and I saw something like oh I really want this or I really want this and they start getting more expensive as they get more rare and that's just on the collectible side you know if you want um you know we're both uh, computer nerds we both uh, PC game and that's not cheap at all. <laughs> No, you know, when you, my wife will you, tell you. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm good with what I got. <laughs> going. But uh, <laughs> the uh, the keeping up with the Joneses is a real thing when you get into you know even if you're not computer gaming if you're just you know using your computer for your everyday work there's there's a keeping up with the Joneses factor in there where you <clears> want you know the the best new graphics card and the best new processor and you're like oh i'm only getting 120 frames and i should be getting 144 frames something's wrong i gotta drop another 400 dollars to make this work right you know there's there's so much and and as we get older in theory older nerds are supposed to have more disposable income in theory air quotes for you guys that are listening instead of watching um and so there's there's money to be made out there and, and it just it doesn't get any cheaper as as we get older and uh you know, there's the monetary it's more expensive. expense, the time expense, you know, because now we're older and we have, you know, grown up lives, supposedly, and kids and jobs and things and trying to find the time to keep up with your your hobbies and your interests and stuff. It gets harder and it's frustrating because you want to do the things that you enjoy, but you, you know, have your responsibilities that you have to take care of first. Absolutely. Prime <clears throat> example is, you know, Transformers used to be just all metal and really awesome. And I couldn't tell you how much they cost. I'm sure they weren't cheap, but nowadays I just, you know, I spent 80 bucks on a new Skylinks from the new set. Cause it's awesome. Number one, mm-hmm. but it's just super expensive to keep up. Like I've got all the star Wars rebels crew now and from star Wars, the black series. And that wasn't cheap. I think way back when it might have been a little bit easier to be. It was never. It's never been easy to be a nerd. Let me put it that way. But I think it was a little bit easier on your pocketbook because back then you might have you know like one hobby like seventies when D and D was started. You might be a D and D nerd or eighties. You'd be into the electronics. You start you know doing electronics or 
you know, role playing or just something, you'd be more focused. Like right. in Japan, it's so expensive to have hobbies over there. Most people only have one hobby just because it takes literally all their disposable income. So I think you're absolutely right on all that. Um, and then, which leads us to a great transition to our new part about how nerds became the in culture because we've never been the in culture. We've always been the outsiders. Right. We've been the people that, you know, you make fun of, or you have to hide what you like and who you are mm-hmm. just so you don't get the shit beat out of you or get locked in a locker, which again, okay, I'll tell this story because I've mentioned it twice now. I have, I can still show you that locker is still there I, during gym class where they locked me into one of the lockers. And I remember there was like a quarter in there. So I started, it was the little <laughs> uh, grates on the locker. So I started rubbing the quarter up and down on the locker, like a little uh, tin cup. But I was in there the entire class, entire gym class. Swing low. Swing low. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuffed into a trash can that year too. I can tell you, I was the smallest, you know, one of the smallest kids there in eighth grade. All because I was, quote unquote, a nerd, because I liked to dress a certain way. I liked to wear mm-hmm. colored shirts. I liked, um, you know, I liked video games. I liked computer stuff. You know, I was really into Transformers. I like Star Wars. It's, it was tough. It was tough growing up in some parts. That's that's the thing now. I mean, you're, you're talking about like dressing a certain way and stuff. You know, back when you know we were in high school or or even up through junior high and things like. And this is you know mid to late nineties. Um, you wouldn't hardly ever see anyone in the you know fourteen to eighteen year old age group. Like you wouldn't wear a Spider Man shirt to school. Unless, no, because you well, you would get the shit kicked out of you. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't wear certain things, but now, you know, you have, that's just everyday attire for anybody. And it's, it's become more accepted. It's, and it's, it's cool. It's cool now. It's the cool thing to do. And I'm not going to be one of those guys that, you know, you know, you, you see it a lot in, um, like, I'm, I'm a big, big heavy metal guy. I, I love heavy metal. And you'll see um, celebrities in particular get called out for wearing a, a band shirt. And so I was like, well, name three songs from that band. I'm not going to be that guy. You know, I'm not going to be that guy if I see someone, you know, wearing a, an Iron Man shirt and ask them to quote something from, you know, a random uh, comic book issued from the 80s. You know, that I, I, I wouldn't be that guy, but there are people like that. And I, I, I feel like that turns people away from things. You know, they may have bought the shirt because they just thought it looked cool. But that could be the gateway into, you know, when somebody comes up to him and like, oh, you have this Iron Man shirt on. Did you know about this, this, and this? And that may spark something in their brain. Like, that sounds really cool. I want to dive into that. I want to find those old comic issues. Or I want to watch all the Avengers movies now. Or I want to, you know, uh, dive into the lore a little bit more. And uh, and that that's something that's changed drastically. Probably, I would say, within the last 10 years at the most. Um, and I think that... Probably attribute that a lot to the Avengers movies kicking that off. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the MCU uh, started mm-hmm. with Iron Man. 
Mm-hmm. Started with became, Iron Man. That's when it became okay, and you're going to see people from my five-year-old son all the way up to 60, 70 years old wearing, you know, Captain America shirts with the shields on them. You know, that, mm-hmm. that's it's okay now, and I'm I'm good with that. And I will say I've got a buddy <clears throat> that was in the ground floor with the MCU, getting it going, and I will give him a lot of credit for getting this ball rolling because. For you and I, it's like, oh, it's awesome. We get to see some of the people we read about as kids on the big screen. Yeah. And it's this, like you said, this gateway for everyone else who never read that comic or saw the animated TV show in the 90s saying, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. I like this stuff. I'm going to embrace this inner nerd. I like superheroes. Why not? It's it's just really cool to see someone get into something that you're into, then you can actually talk about it. Because, you know, you may look at some guy you work with who's just, you may be the complete opposite body type as them. He may be tall, good-looking, and well-muscled. You may be short, dumpy, and mean, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I may be, may be the, the leading into that. Company. But go ahead, yeah. Yeah, well, we're getting there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, crap, over there. Over here. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that may be the gateway. Someone who you thought, you know, that guy's just a dick. Just because the way he looks. Because he, you know, he's the jock. He's he's the guy who wouldn't even talk to you. But then you find that common ground. Mm-hmm. And you just start talking, talking. You might end up being good friends with them. Just, you know, it's one of those, just give that person a shot. Don't judge people by the way they look. That's yeah. what we've been asking for years. And I'm not saying I don't want you all thinking that, you know, I was beat up a ton or, you know, I was always stuffed in lockers and stuff. You know, I'd like to think during college I really broke out and, you know, I had a lot of friends. I, I would like to say I was cool. Um, at least that's what I tell my kids. Even if I wasn't, that's what I tell them. I'll tell them. But that. I had I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful man. Wow. But. It's okay. It's okay to be you. You don't have to change who you are to make people happy. And that's what part of, I think, being an older nerd is, is just accepting it. Just not giving a shit anymore what people think. If you like it, you like it. You, you combine the, the love for things that are different to the old manness of not giving a shit, and you have created a perfect geeky, nerdy monster. <clears throat> Which I, which which I is strive a to be. Great thing. Mm-hmm. Which is which is a great thing to have. I mean, it, 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 I can think of worse fates. Yeah, I really can. Name one. And <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Wait, I'm on the I'll tell you one right off the bat. Being unhappy at your job. Mm-hmm. Being unhappy with your life and not enjoying life to the fullest. I think this pandemic has taught us you have to cherish every moment you have. You Mm -hmm. cherish your friends, you cherish your family. Even if you don't have either of those, cherish what you got. And I think take care of what you have. I think that's what part of being a nerd is too. Quote unquote a nerd is just enjoying what you have. Yep. I will will 100% agree with that. That's, uh, That's a great takeaway from everything we have and I, I, I'm starting to embrace that a little bit more myself and uh, you know hopefully we can encourage other people to do that it's, it's it's okay to like what you like 
Nobody should tell you what you you can like and you can't like. It's what you like, you know. If they don't like it, you know, whatever. There's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there was something else there. But... There was something else there, and I, I'm trying to keep it reined in. You know, a few more of these the shits in me, and I might have been able to get it out. But... <laughs> Well, if we haven't mentioned it, we're not a safe for work podcast. We're, uh, hmm. for the, I mean, we're, we're not that bad, but we'll we're not fairly reined in to an extent, but no, I, there, I, I, yeah. we're, we're going to be more, doing... as we yeah. go on, we're going to be more earbud friendly than <laughs> desktop speaker friendly. Exactly. Well, and you know, we may do one or two episodes that are kid friendly if we talk about like. My youngest loves Blippy. She calls him Flippy. Oh, God, and she's like, Daddy. Too. Yeah, she goes, Daddy, can we go to Flippy World? I want to go to Flippy World. I'm like, sure, honey. You know, maybe we'll talk that. I mean, that's a thing, though. That's a huge thing. The Wiggles were a thing, mm-hmm. you know, and like maybe those could be the family friendly ones, you know, except to be like, I fucking hate Flippy. <laughs> that son of a bitch with his that freaking propeller hat. <laughs> And it's, oh, you, you've watched way more than I have. I, I just get the hell I've out of there. I've watched a ton can't. of Blippy. I have watched a lot of Blippy. Nah, I'm, I'm more like, I'll flip it on there and like, hey, look, it's Blippy. And then I'll run out of the room really quick. And like, I got something else to do because I can't put myself through this shit. What's well, hard when they're so cute? And, you know, I call it the little squatty phase when they just look like they're squatty, like three, four. And mm-hmm. they're like, please stay with me, daddy. And like, I can't move. Yes. Fine. And, you know, and then I'm Stop trying to gnaw it. my arm off like a fox in a trap, trying to get away. But you know, it's my undoing. Yeah, mine, uh, mine have have or my youngest has really started to figure out how to get me to like. I mean, I'll try to suffer through some of the shows, but uh, if he really wants to like get after the stuff that I'm interested in, he knows it'll get my attention. He'll be like, "Hey, Dad, Dada, let's play Mario Kart." Like, oh. You little son of a bitch. It's on. <laughs> doing, doing it right. And of course, he's like, I never win. Like, you're not going to either because this is my house. <laughs> you better eat that up while you can while you're still winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my 12-year-old finally beat me in Mario Kart and she talked shit for two weeks. So I could get all, all that I can in on the little guy. Let's talk about... Well, that's a good transition. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about being the older nerd with kids. Yeah. What drives me nuts right now with my nine-year-old i'll introduce her to stuff and when i introduce her to stuff because i think it's cool it's automatically not cool i mean i know it this is this is a similar thing for everyone anywhere but it just i think it great grates at me a little bit more because i'm like i'm trying to get her into stuff like i introduced her to glee and because mm-hmm. we just like we like musicals around here they're fun and uh she watched it probably for about nine months straight, just nonstop, every episode. But then she got to the point where she wouldn't listen to any of the songs. She would forward on her iPad through all the songs or on the TV. And I'm like, what are you doing? She goes, hmm, I'm not really into the songs anymore. I'm like, that's the whole point of Glee. <laughs> that's Why what you- the show is. Like, I don't even watch Glee and I know that. So. Well, and and then she'll tell me, you know, I don't like this. Then she'll go back and then I'll find out the next day. She just binged watched the entire series. Like, mm-hmm. nailed it. I introduced her to that. And then 
She's like, oh, that's great. And then she's like, you're watching it without me? I'm like, all right, I'll wait. I get to work. And then I come back the next day. This is during the summer, I think. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, this episode, this. I'm like, how many did you watch? She goes, oh, I watched all of them. I go, you were supposed to wait on me. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite girl did that to me with Sword Art. She's like, I've, I've watched Sword Art 1 and 2. So I finally had to leapfrog her. And I was like, well, have you seen Gun Gale yet? And she's like, I didn't even know there's a thing. I'm like, yeah, what's up now? Who's, <laughs> who's the man now? I've, I've watched more Sword Art than you have. And, uh, yeah, that was a... <laughs> That was a really you, big crown. I, man, I rubbed it in her face. Like, yeah. Did, did you push it down and throw your drink down? If I had what some now? Stare, no. Yeah. What's up now? <laughs> What's up now? <laughs> well, like another thing my nine-year-old would do lately, too, is she watches stuff out of order. Oh, and God. And that's part of being a nerd is you have to watch it in order. You need the full yes. story. Avatar and Sailor Moon. I tried. She really likes Sailor Moon, and I'm trying to get her in that, and you're like Inuyasha, and she's like, "Oh, these are stupid." But I caught her watching Sailor Moon when I had it on for the youngest. But then I uh, introduced her to Avatar, and then I looked, and she was on season three. She's on book three already, and I go, "Oh, really? You got through Earth already? Book two? She goes, no. I go, "You got through book one, Water? Then no. I go, "We watched the first two episodes. Yeah." Then you started watching book three. Yeah. Why? No. And I can feel myself twitching and like <laughs> getting itchy. And I'm like, why, why, why are you doing this? No. You know, you have to watch it. Episode one, two, three. Cause then you find out the guitar does this. And, then, and I started going off on this whole tangent and, you know, I turned around, I'm just talking, 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 going into this. I, it was a good speech. You would have been proud. I mean, it was a good argument. Hell. And then I turn around and she was gone. She walked off. Just. Yeah. She's like, vanish! <laughs> like, and I'm just sitting here going, I, I don't know what to do. Like, where did I fail as a parent, as a nerd parent? You're, um, I've said this, you're raising a dialogue skipper. She's going to press X to skip dialogue. Oh, she is. Hmm. I'm all depressed now. Thanks. Yeah. That's what you have to deal with. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. I it, there's no way to we get past read, that one. We read the dialogue in this house. We don't skip shit. You do the side quests. We are dialogue readers. Yes. Don't come back to me when you don't understand what the hell's going on. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. I'm just tell you reload your save from four weeks ago and figure out what the hell happened because I'm not going to. I'm not going to help you with it. Yeah. And then who are we kidding? We'll end up helping them with it. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> These kids going to learn. So, um, I think we... <laughs> I'm just seeing you... Yeah. I'm just picturing you push down your oldest now, throwing a beer down on the What now? Yeah. Well, everybody, the, the guy down the street's yelling at his kid for not being able to throw a curveball. I'm like, you skipped the whole... Freaking... The whole plot line, the whole quest line, and... <laughs> In Fallout New Vegas, what were you doing? <laughs> no, you have to go back. You gotta find the chip. What are you? No. Well, why meanwhile, are you only killing rats? Yeah. Meanwhile, little Jimmy's like, you're hanging your curveball down the street. <laughs> it's little Jimmy's getting hit in the head with a curveball by his dad. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm little Jimmy. <laughs> gonna beat into him how to throw a knuckleball. My kids are. Yeah. Uh. No. <laughs> uh. You're gonna get through this. We 
So well, what we told you before, this is our show. We're just going to kind of ramble. Mm-hmm. This is going to be time. We're going to get totally off subject. We'll eventually come back. Maybe. Eventually. Maybe. Eventually. Maybe two episodes <laughs> down the road. We'll, we'll get come back, back on to track. It. Um, so, speaking of back on track, which brings us to our next part is... Where were we? I mean, when... <laughs> <laughs> I'm lost now. <laughs> it's your section coming up, It's and I'll introduce it. It's um, actually... So we went from the culture is being in now, mm-hmm. you know, it's the cool thing to do. Yep. Got that. But then we briefly hit on, we had to hide who we were. We had to hide that mm-hmm. we liked what we liked. When did it come back for you? Like, at, how did that come full circle for you? Okay. So there was a little spark. It didn't come full swing until a few years ago, but there was a little spark in, um, in college, which, uh, you know, I never was comic reader i never was an anime watcher growing up um there's a lot of shows that i was like i just don't want to watch that you know that's that uh that that doesn't grab me or that that's uh i don't want to be seen as too nerdy watching it like it may have interested me but i didn't watch it um but i'll never forget in college um living in this little basement apartment and i came home uh from the bar one night probably karaoke um because i lived in the bar owner's basement actually uh, a little apartment, and um, I come home. Wait, wait! You I, lived in the bar owner's basement? Yeah, he had a little basement apartment. It was it was cool. It was like a little studio apartment. It wasn't weird. Don't make it weird. It, but, it, it wasn't like Dudley and uh, was it Dudley? I think in uh, different strokes. Then no, no, this was this was straight up legit. Like it was a full okay. on. Okay. Yeah, I had a sliding glass door. I had my own bathroom. I didn't have to go upstairs. It wasn't it wasn't too odd. But so I come back. And uh, I remember laying on my couch, and I flip on TV, flip on TV to uh, Cartoon Network, and uh, this is late at night. It was like two, three o'clock in the morning, and um, Spirited Away was playing, and it Which was probably great. One, fifteen, twenty minutes into it, and uh, I'm like, "What is this shit?" You know, that was the first thing that goes through my head, and then I'm like, "Well, I'm too tired or drunk or whatever to change it." And so I just let it play, and before I know it, I've watched the whole movie, and I'm like, this is amazing. And it took me a long time to figure out what movie it was I watched. I didn't have a TV guide, and, you know, access to the internet wasn't super easy. I didn't know who to ask to find out what this show was that I watched, so it took me a while to find it again. And that's when it kicked off, like, this is this is a very cool genre. Like, I like this. I want more of this. And so that, that kicked off, you know... Uh, a little spark of interest in watching anime and then it, it got a little bit more as I got older um, with streaming services and things to easily find cool shows and and uh, I'm starting to find the genre of, of the type of movies and uh, TV shows that, that I like. You know, I kind of like the older, grittier type stuff, which I'm glad you recommended to me to finally watch Cowboy Bebop after 20-something years. And But, I, you know, <laughs> I like that style and the care and, and things like that. The kind of the older, grittier style is really cool mm-hmm. to me and, and pass that on, you know, uh, to my kids. So that that was a kickoff for me wanting to watch more and get into more anime. Um, the kickoff for me to want to get into more comics and watching, and this goes back to the, the point that we hit earlier about things being more mainstream, was uh, Walking Dead. And so yeah. Walking Dead yeah. became popular, and, and I've always loved zombie movies and everything zombie. 
Um, I mean, I have a whole full collection of uh, Romero movies and stuff. I'm, I think I have the full set of everything. You really? No. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And uh, and so, like, I always like zombies. Like, okay, this show is cool. I really like this. So I was like, oh, it's based on a comic. So now, I mean, you can't see it behind me, but, I mean, I have a ton of Walking Dead comic stuff, and that kicked me off to wanting to read more comics. Robert Kirkman. So went from uh, Walking Dead to uh, just, you know, have the... Uh, what I have up there, just here close, uh, you know, lock and key, which you're on me to get the rest of the, the set for, and just some random one-offs that I've, I've read through uh, Comixology and stuff that, um, you know, I that's that goes back to the whole, you know, Swiss Army knife nerdum, you know, a little bit of everything, but not really deep into all of it or into one thing. And, um, you know, really want to get into some more stuff, and that's another thing that sparked the interest. So it's, you know... I kind of get this this fear of missing out now as I'm older because there's all this stuff that I that I passed up on when I was younger. Like this is so cool now. This is something I wish I could get into more, and I feel left out of some of the conversations and things that you know I you know I don't know the the lore and the history of, of certain stuff, but you know I want to, and uh, I'm, I put that on you know things becoming a little bit more mainstream and accessible and. And uh, kick myself for not getting into it earlier because I probably would have a lot more years of, of happiness enjoying this particular interest and hobby. Isn't that weird to say that you have a fear of missing out for this kind of stuff now? Yeah. It's like, it, that brings us back to our early subject, you know, back in 90s, 80s, 90s, hell, even early 2000s. You know, you you wouldn't have said that. You wouldn't have told them, yeah, no, I love this, unless you found some people who were like-minded, who had the exact same interest as you. Yeah. And they're hard to find. They were hard to find then. They're easier to find now. The um, internet's way more accessible now. We had to do BBSs and IRQ mm-hmm. and uh, America Online. Mm-hmm. We'll get the little CDs from the PC gamer mag that had the game demos and two hours. Oh, later. yeah. Yeah. So I back when I worked at CompUSA, we opened up the CompUSA here in town, me and my buddy. We would have to put all the magazines out on the shelves, um, like the demo stuff, but they wouldn't want any of the demo CDs or um, back then, too, is when they were doing the floppy disk, the three and a three and a half. Mm-hmm. So we would get to keep them all. We had boxes of America Online demo stuff and we found a web page i think it was on a bulletin board system maybe it was america online um it was like 101 things to do with america online discs and we tried uh, i think we got to like a hundred and maybe like a 99 or a hundred things to do like one was like fill in a crack on your driveway with an america online discs um use them as coasters nice. Plaster. I mean, we tried all that stuff, and it was just they handed that literally out like candy. It was just fun to do. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody had one laying around. They came with, you know, every magazine Everything. that you could get your hands on. Like, you know, your PC grandma magazine. was, you know, getting better homes and gardens, and there was a damn AOL trial <laughs> CD in the thing. What do I do with this? Don't worry about it, Granny. We got stuff to look up. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, the early days of the internet. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a good topic, too. Yeah. That's a real good topic. 
Yeah, we'll do an uh, hour and a half on hamsterdance.com. So <laughs> try me. Son of a bitch, that's stuck in my head now, Chris. Thanks a lot. Won't be able to And I'm out. Let me make that my ringtone so I can get okay. Do it. Well, that's kind of most of what we have for today, but now we're going to come to a really, really, what I think is a really fun part of the show. We're trying to think of something fun that we could do every week when we do this. And we came up with, Kyle? We are going to do a little bit every week. Um, this this little bit, like Chris said, it's going to be so much fun. And this uh, is going to involve a little audience participation because a, a winner will have to be declared um, every episode after we do this. Uh, we are doing the nerd drone. Two nerds in Two nerds in her. One nerd leaves. Then a little bit later, the other nerd leaves, but he is sad because he lost. That's the full title because it's brilliant. That, that's, the, that's the full title. It won't fit in a, uh, in a uh, Discord channel, but you get the idea. Like, We'll just call and, it Nerd Drone. And we we wanted to expand on the the typical, you know, well, who would win in a fight between, you know, Batman and Wonder Woman, and you know, those have been done. Those have been done so much. They've been done into the ground. I'm not saying stop doing them, enjoy it, have fun with it. We're just gonna do something better. So, <laughs> <laughs> everyone, it's my birthday. Look at me. Look at me. Here, here's the cool thing that we're gonna do. So our um, evil genius Chris here has come up with a randomizer. And what we did is we took a list of characters from uh, pop culture, nerdy pop culture, whatever. Um, and we're throwing those characters into a randomizer. Chris will get one character. I will get one character. We do not know who we are going to get. Hence the randomizer. Hence the randomizer. And they're going to do battle. But we're not going to do your typical who's going to kick whose ass battle. Let's expand on that because, like you mm -hmm. said, that's been done. And, like, when that's we were talking about this, my my guy was who I picked was, like, Winnie the Pooh. We weren't going to tell each other who we picked all week, so it would be a surprise. Mm -hmm. And you'd have to defend that. Who, and I, who, would, who did you pick originally? You had Winnie the Pooh and I had Gizmo from Gremlins. Gremlins. But then we started talking about it. I go, you know, it's... That's been done, like, because if it came down, let's say you picked, like, Wonder Woman one week, mm -hmm. and I picked Winnie the Pooh, and it was a fist fight, well, little pantsless, dumpy Winnie the Pooh would kick isn't Wonder Woman's win. ass. Uh, yeah, obviously, with his no pants, because yeah, I think you a, said he'd be on his bare lady. knees. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd be on his bare knees. Literally, he'd be on his bare knees. Yeah. And I'm like, bare knuckle fight. Done. Who's going to win? The bear. Uh -huh. Wah, wah, wah. But, you know, that's been done. And then so we came up with what's the second part? So our second part is locations. So we're taking um, random locations and also some locations from uh, uh, places that you would know from pop culture and nerd culture and, you know, things as simple as, you know, a high school cafeteria to, you know, Moe's Bar. 
And so we have things that could potentially give each combatant a possible terrain advantage in this scenario that they are going to be participating in. Third part is a scenario. That is randomized also. The scenario is, what are they doing? It's not, I mean, fist fighting's in there. Fist fighting is in there. <clears throat> but then there's other things. Or what else did we put in there? Let me switch to this. Baking a cake. Yeah, baking <laughs> a cake. Delivery. Forgot about that. Zombie killing. Polka dance. Buggle wrangling. Sword fight with actual swords. Yeah, with actual playing. swords. Uh, pancake flipping, tug of war, underwater bat. There's so many things in there that they could do. So we are, are going to put ourselves to the test. And, and admittedly, you know, all the characters we have, we have like 58 damn characters in here. Um, I'm not going to know them all. I, I feel confident with about 85% roughly of those. Uh, some of the Dragon Ball guys I may not know well enough to... Uh, to we only put, I think we only put v Goku and Vegeta in there. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, I'm only like halfway through season one because my little guy won't watch the rest of it. <laughs> you got anime, a long way to go, then, man. Anime interrupt us, but there's enough there that I think we could we can make a competent argument on why our character will win, and that's what we're going to do. And we're going to leave it up to you guys out there listening and or watching to decide the winner. Okay, um, we'll uh, we'll have a uh, a Discord. We actually do have a Discord already ready and going. Uh, we'll have it out there for invite once this uh, show goes live. And um, you guys will have the opportunity to vote on who won. You know, either Chris, Boo, or me, yay, who wins <laughs> the competition. And uh, in the follow-up event, so we're going to do this every week, um, whoever won will get the um, advantage of, uh, we're calling it the high ground. And uh, what did we decide we were going to do? actually give that advantage as was it we didn't decide that's the thing. we will have something <laughs> maybe that's it maybe it needs to be a randomized thing like you Ooh. like you get like a you get a roll of salami for the next battle just start actually that would be good so too. hungry right now okay so uh, yeah but like you know just something just random that could or could not give them a disadvantage yeah, and so you know we'll have the uh, the high ground randomizer, um, and the, the maybe that's could, what we'll do. Yeah, could choose we need to, to create a category. Yep, could choose to keep the uh, item from the randomizer or give it to the uh, opponent to use at their detriment. There's a lot of things that could happen <laughs> did, from this. Did you call me your boo? I think he said Chris Boo. I believe boo. everyone heard that. What up, boo? You're always what up, boo. boo? Oh, you're my you're my schmoopy. Uh, I can't use those terms without sounds, sounding like super twangy. Whatever. Bobby, We're gonna go with it. I'm a little genie beanie. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm going to share So Chris has developed here. this awesome randomizer. The Wheel of Random. So, okay. Can you see it? Uh, yes, we can. Okay. We're going to hit spin. So since you made the wheel, you get whoever it lands on first. Oh, you get Leela. You know what? No, no, no. Let's redo this because we didn't decide who was going first. <laughs> no, I, I, I said you go first because you made the wheel. Oh, you did? Okay. Okay, I get yeah, Leela. No, I'll no, give no. You I want a different one because we, when we were doing the practice round last night, you made yeah. a good argument, and, this, and that's too fresh right now. 
Yeah, it is kind of fresh. Uh, okay. Yeah. I was going to give you that. You were really sad that you didn't get Leela, though. Yes! Son of a bitch! Hank Hill. Hank I'm, Hill. I might as well just forfeit now. You can't. Hank, he sells propane or propane Hank accessories. Hank Hill is basically Chuck freaking Norris. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Ready? If I get Bobby, I am forfeiting. Yeah! <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> Kyle uh, got Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> I'm in a disadvantage already. <laughs> oh, well, not necessarily. He's a doctor. Well, hold on, hold on. As long as it's nothing medical, I still have a chance. Okay, so. <laughs> we'll find out. So, for location. Location is. Location is everything. Mo's bar. And nope, that, that hurts me. Okay, now for the activity. The scenario. Activity. Baking a cake. Oh. Baking a cake. I think we're both at a disadvantage of this one. <laughs> I don't even know how to go with this. I don't know either because cake would be like, huh, what? <sighs> Zoidberg is just going to eat the damn cake. Like I've got nothing. Zoidberg's going to eat the materials. He's never even going to get to the freaking (laughs) oven with it. No, he's done. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, Zoidberg makes a cake. Why couldn't I get polka dancing? I probably could have won with Zoidberg (laughs) and polka dancing. I don't know. Okay, so you get starting advantage. Oh, I do? Because you can't yeah. think of anything for Hank with bacon and cake? No, I, I, can, I can think of something, but I think you've got the uphill battle with Zoidberg. Okay, so I think Zoidberg could win on this based off of his medical training. Okay? Follow me on this. Okay. He is a terrible doctor, which puts him at the level of a amazing baker. Right? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> A, a a really shitty doctor is only like two degrees of separation from a great baker. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and the 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 advantage is going to be Zoidberg doesn't drink often. You don't see Zoidberg drink very often. Okay, Hank is going to be distracted by all the amazing drinks, mostly Duff beer, at Moe's bar. He's not going to be a pay attention to bake a cake. Baking cake. A cake is the opposite of grilling a steak for Hank Hill. He's not even going to want to participate in it. He's not going to want to go near the mixing bowl. He's going to, you're going to lay that in front of him like, Hank, here's some flour. Here's some eggs. Here's some sugar. I want you to bake a cake. And he's going to go, oh, no, he's not even going to touch it. So Zoidberg wins by default. Do you rest your case? I rest my case. I'm not even going to counter that. I'm not even going to counter your case. (laughs) (laughs) Hank Hill. Hank Hill is the assistant manager of Strickland Propane, which means he is well-disciplined and well-versed into the business world and how to do stuff. He is very by the books. He does. He has fun within limits. He follows the rules. For baking, you follow the rules. Baking is not about freeform. Baking is a science. It's not about being 
the best baker. It's not about being the worst baker. This is just baking a cake. Hank can follow the recipe. But Hank doesn't have to because he sells propane and propane accessories. All he'll do is call either Bill to come do it because Bill is so weak-minded. He'll come do it. He can call Peggy. She'll have Peggy and cake. She may make a Peggy and cake. And, you know, he... And he's got the biggest advantage, which is Bobby, which if we remember that one episode, Bobby was reading The Good Housekeeping and became quite the little baker and did all those cool things around the house, even made the Thanksgiving dinner. That's why I think Hank has this clutched over this dumpster living, toenail eating calamari who is a terrible doctor. He did. He ate toenails. You remember that? He ate toenails. Toenails. And this is why I don't think Zoidberg is the popular one for this category. I think Hank has this clutched. Zoidberg is the popular one now. Because Zoidberg is the popular one. I mean, one, flag on the play. This isn't a tag team match. We can't call in for backup. We never said we couldn't. We never said we could. Uh, okay, <laughs> Which <is> know, true. <laughs> I, I'm I'm well, sticking by my my shitty doctor, great baker stance. Which is I, the greatest argument that's, ever. <laughs> that's the hill that I am prepared to die on. Is the Literally shitty doctor on the Hank Hill? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I've I've got this clutch right now. So, but we're gonna leave that hey, to you guys out there. Hank Hank Hill versus. Dr. Zoidberg. Cake baking in Moe's bar. Hank's going to get shit canned. So. Well, maybe not. The only beer Hank likes is Alamo beer, and the only beer that Moe's serves is is uh, Duff. Hmm. Yeah, but Hank's not going to turn down a beer just because it's not his beer. He's going to be in the bar. He's going to drink it, and I think he's going to mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to love it. I don't know. Zoidberg may hear Barney singing in the bathroom and mm. go investigate. Yeah, but Hank's not going to be able to be able to get away from Homer. So buy me a beer, snifter of wine. Man. Who so, am I kidding? I Zoidberg drink turpentine. <laughs> but that's not up to us to decide. No, it was. No, it's not. Is not. If it was, I would obviously win. Hmm. I think Kyle no, disagrees, no. but you I, know I what? Dis- I disagree. Um, I, I think I got shafted on this deal because I got Zoidberg right off the bat. <laughs> from that? It could have only been worse if I would have got freaking Meg from Family Guy. <laughs> like, and she, she is a character in the random wheel. She is. She is. She's our, pulled- we decided she's our Joker. Not like good Man. Joker from DC. My fighter got pulled up from the damn minor leagues. That's great. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. I got faith in Zoidberg, and I got faith in the audience to really see the genius in the doctor slash baker theory. Wait, do- doctor? 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 Lady? Doctor? Doctor baker. Lady? Doctor Lady? <laughs> Red Brown, please come on our show. Mm-hmm. So this brings us to last couple parts of the show. What are you watching or reading this week? So my homework assignment from Chris. Okay, so I, 
after we had our discussion with uh, Blaster Props that one night, I realized like there's some classic anime I need to watch. You know, like there's cool new stuff coming out. I need to get back to the classics, and I'm going to dive into a series. And uh, you know, Chris kind of knows my attention span is very short. Um, it's hard for me to keep focused on something. But I asked him like I I need something to watch this week so we can talk about it next week. And I asked you, should I be watching um, Cowboy Bebop or uh, Full Metal was the other mm-hmm. one, right? Which was a, that was a tough choice. That was a tough choice. You gave me Cowboy Bebop. I'm so happy because there's only like 20-something episodes. I'm already like four episodes in. I'm hooked. It fits my current watching style really well uh, because at, like as far as I can tell right now, I, I haven't finished it. Like I said, I'm about four episodes in, but it seems to follow the typical weekly... Here's the big bad that uh, Spike's going to fight this week. And there's, you know, I think I could have picked up and started watching on episode four, episode three, episode one, which I'm not advocating you do with anything. But, I, you know, it's very episodic. Um, there's, It's not like super deep Lord canon stuff. I can watch it. I can get through the series. I can enjoy it for what it is. And I'm really <coughs> enjoying it right now. Um, so I hope to have that finished by our next show, so maybe I can uh, discuss a few things about that. What characters have you met so far? Um, I have met, well, you know, of course, Spike. Um, then, let's see, who did he fight? Uh, I'm trying to think back to the you've, first one. So there, you've met Jet, his partner, then. Met Jet. I've watched through the episode after they got the Data Dog. Okay, the so you met Ayn. Mm-hmm. Data Dog was the next to last episode. Uh, this last one they fought. Um, what did they call her? She was the uh, the cheating car dealer. Um, yes, uh, the Red Eye episode. Yep, that was the, the Red Eye. No, it was after the Red Eye. Red Eye was the first episode. That's right. It was. Uh, what was her name? I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Faye. Yeah, Faye. So that was the you met uh, Faye. Faye Valentine. No, Faye Valentine. Yep, Faye, Faye Valentine. Valentine. So that was the last episode that I, I watched uh, when she scuttled off into space with uh, something. She got away. Well, she was the bounty. She was, you know, a uh, like five million Wuhan bounty or whatever it was. Is that what it is? Is that the currency? Not I Wuhan. believe it is. Yeah. Something similar. Um, and so that's as far as I've made it. So I've got about 20-ish episodes left to go. Okay. It only goes uphill from there. It's Cowboy Bebop by Studio Sunrise, which they have produced some classics. And... Yoko Kano, I believe it's Kano or Kano, um, one of the all-time greatest composers of our time, mm-hmm. especially for oh, anime. I'm loving the music. I'm <clears throat> loving the intro. Um, which the intro, I'm a sucker for uh, another show that I haven't finished is Archer, and just seeing the intro to Cowboy Bebop comparing to the intro of Archer and that whole panel style. Mm-hmm. Uh, which you know goes back to a bunch of old westerns and like spaghetti westerns and things like that. I love that. I'm loving the music. I'm loving the flow of it. So I'm 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 sucked in. So it's it's great. Well, we will definitely discuss that more. Cowboy Bebop will be its own episode too. Okay. Just because it <clears throat> it's so great and it's got a movie knocking on heaven's door. So we'll di- we'll discuss that too. Okay. Uh, what I have watched this week or reading. Um, I was going to go with ReZero starting life in another world, which is one of my all-time favorites. But then Sunday, the new Attack on Titan season four came out. Not season four, but, you know, they're they're into it. 
and it's been kind of slow. It's been telling a lot of backstory without giving away any spoilers. Mm-hmm. But then the last two minutes of the episode just really kicked it into high gear. And it's one of those where you just start yelling at the TV like, no, it's in the good part. I'm That's where it was. That. So and then, OK, tell everyone why you haven't watched it yet, what your thing is with anime. I am going to get called out and raked over the coals and everything on this, but um, I haven't watched it because the dub has not come out yet. And Which is okay. <laughs> it's I okay. mean, it's, the tone of your voice fine. when you say, it's it's okay. It's, it's fine. fine. I mean, the Japanese voices are much better, but okay. It's, it's fine. It, well, um, because I originally started watching the dub version of it. And it's going to be a, it would be a big shock for me to, to pick up different voices. Um, and so, and typically I do watch, watch the dub. I'm, I'm watching things with subtitles anyways, cause I'm like half deaf, but if I can't like totally focus on it, then at least I got the dub going where I don't have to focus on reading. I can kind of hear what's going on, but, um, you know, that's, that's kind of one of my things for this year is, is to get into more, uh, sub and uh, and watching some more that way so I can hear the original uh, voices like how they're meant to be heard and, and things so I'm, I'm going to try to dip my toe into that and uh, we'll see how that goes uh, and I'll give you two prime examples of why you should watch it like the Japanese like in one piece Frankie when he goes super it just sounds so much better and then Brooks the skeleton he has this really high laugh. I can't do it very well. He goes, <laughs> it's that was awful and terrible, and that makes you not want to watch it, but it's so much better in the anime. But it's uh I mean there's there's merits to watching the English version, then you don't have to concentrate on watching the subtitles to see what's going on mm-hmm. versus to actually admiring the art. And I told Kyle that they announced that season four is starting on Toonami on Cartoon Network this Saturday, along with SSSS Gridman. So, which that's a really good one. That's kind of like a Power Rangers or I forget. There's another show on that was like that. I think I want to say Matthew Lawrence was on it. I'll remember it for next episode. Um, I might as well stop the share there. Um, and then. What this last thing that we're we're always going to end the show with was something I learned this week. Okay, what have you learned? What did you learn? What What have have I learned this week? What have you learned this week? I have learned, and this can be anything. This doesn't have to be about nerd culture. This doesn't have to be about anything. Um, Something that I've learned this week is that your average person does not know what the first amendment is. (laughs) Very That is, that is what I have learned from this week. Like I said, this doesn't have to be a nerd thing. Well, I guess it could be if you know, law and the constitution's your thing. Mm -hmm. What have you learned this week? Uh, what I've learned this week is not, not really necessarily something I learned just an experience I had because this week we really kicked into high gear on uh, bringing you into the fold of uh, getting back into PC gaming mm-hmm. and uh, just seeing, you know, we had a, and we've, we've talked about him a few times this episode, my buddy, uh, Blasted Props, um, 
is uh, when we had a, a video chat together, you know, and and uh, he he's not immediately going to take you in and talk to you, but you guys broke the ice like in the first thirty seconds. Oh, really? And he's super uh, easy to talk to. Oh yeah, well, yeah. Once once you hit that <clears throat> point, like he's going to talk to you. Once you find something to click with, it's great. And you guys hit it off, and, and seeing my old friend connecting with my new friend and these new friends that, you know, I've never met in real life. They live in different parts of the country and some of them not even, you know, here stateside and, uh, seeing them accept, uh, you know, Chris as they know as Guyver into the fold and, you know, talking about our nerdy hobbies, like, when are we going to play together? Do you want to play this with us? You know, it's, it's like your, your kids again and you meet the new kid on the playground and you're like, Hey, come over here and play dodgeball as, and it's not, you know, for us to like throw dodgeballs at Chris, it's to let him, <laughs> you know, come in and maybe some somewhat, but to, you know, let him in like, Hey, you know, we're, we're playing this. We've got slots open. Come play with us. Come have fun. You know, we, you're one of us, one of us, especially now that you got one of us. Thank God you finally got that done. Thank you. And, you know, it, it's just, you know, learning how accepting people can be and how that, it can have a positive effect on people. Cause I've seen how happy you've been this week. You're just oh, absolutely great it up and loving it. And I feel like 100%. my friends are happy to have you around. And it was just, it was great to see that. Well, I appreciate it. It's that you have built this really cool little circle online and they have been extremely accepting. Cause it's like, I think it was, I think it was Harry. I heard him go, I hear a Giver in that very hairy mm -hmm. voice. Yeah, you know, I hear a guy where it's like, it's a me, you know, it's a me, guy for, it's a me, guy for, yeah. But it's it's it was a blast. Even if I was level one, while you guys are like level fifteen, hunting wolves, and I am five kilometers away and could never catch up, and my guy's heart meter like exploded, mm -hmm. and uh, I shot a wolf twice and nothing happened, and then I died. And, yeah, well, you had uh, you had to die. That's the level of nerd hazing that you have to go through. It really is. And then, you know, I kept walking into the water. Episode no. <laughs> nerd hazing. I'm putting that on the list. Nazing. 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 <laughs> hey, fellas, I'm back. <laughs> well, with that, I, normally we would end this with telling you what next week's episode is. But, uh, frankly, we haven't gotten that far. We, we don't have a damn clue. We'll no. figure it out this week, and we'll come up with some talking points. Yeah, pop in the Discord. We'll, we'll, we're open to suggestions. So, like I said, when this goes live, so will the Discord, and uh, we'll have uh, links in descriptions and things where you guys can join. Just uh, read the rules and the regs and agree to them and, and uh, be welcomed into the fold. Please be our friends. Please, Please listen friends. to us. Please. We, lo we love you. We do. We love you all. We do. We love you so much. Mm -hmm. Now that we've thoroughly Just creeped you out, let us, let us love you. I'm gonna work on my. <laughs> what was that? Me. That Saturday Life skit? That, that Hurley He Boy. <laughs> please let please let me sleep at the bed of your or the foot of your bed. That's please all. Please let me be your dog. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just, just curl up, get comfy, and sleep at the foot of our podcast. For the That's love of God, <laughs> let, listen to their podcast. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, with Thank that, you guys for, is... for listening. If you made it this far, you made more it power this far. to you. Godspeed. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Kyle. And this has been our podcast. 
it could get elevated. Nerdcore.